0: Shut up, and sit sit down. down.
1: Hi, everyone. This is the current event podcast of Tallinn University. We are back again. And today, I am your host, um, Oleha Meditatorian. I am the master's student at Tallinn University. And I am joined by my colleague, Anna Karenka Dena. She is also a student in Tadne University. And today we will be talking about this uh, very beautiful topic that some people really hate, some people really love, (laughs) some people don't understand. so failure, what does it mean for people, how people perceive it, how people grow through it, so, yeah, hop on if you would like to uh, hear some uh, sharing and some stories. So, Anna, thank you for being with me. Thank uh, you for inviting me. <laughs> I think it's a very nice uh, topic to talk about, right?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: so, um, yeah. Let's start off with the failure overall. What is a failure for you?
0: Okay, so the the meaning of failure is not being... Like, not being successful in something. So, in a certain way, for me, is maybe not successful, but not achieving my objective, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, my my objective or my goal can be, in other people's pers- perception, uh, a like a success and for me is a complete failure, you know? So I think it, it must be put into each one of us experience. Uh, Failure will never mean the same for everyone. And, and for me is not being able to achieve what I set for myself in a way
1: mm-hmm. yeah completely agree so... I think uh, all of us when we think of failure for me I don't know the first thing that I think it's like that chemistry class that I failed <laughs> 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 every year of my I don't know high school and uh, that's crazy but uh, I think now my perception of failure it's not a bad grade but actually maybe something else do you think mm-hmm your perception of failure changed as you grew up and grew through your experiences?
0: I think it does. Um, but it, it also depends on the situation that I am right now. For example, right now I'm studying my master's degree. That it's something that I have never studied before. So I know that I might be like, I, I might fail at some point because I don't know. So in a certain way, I am okay with not having a good grade, but I am not okay with not delivering something, for example. So I might not be able to get a good grade for what I delivered, but not delivering is a failure to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yes,
0: for example, expression. at work it would be something completely different because failure for me would not for example if i'm a project and the project does not achieve its goal it doesn't mean that the project was a failure but maybe that the success or the objectives had to be changed in throughout the 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 time frame but maybe it would be a failure if the op if, if the project for some reason had to stop or something that we did wrong, and then that would be a failure.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I guess uh, uh, when it comes to university or work or even personal life, uh, many people have many different kinds of failures. I would mm-hmm, say perception.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I, and more because, like for example, right now I'm in my master's. I mean, I already went through two bachelor's degrees, high school, and all this thing, you know, so when I was in elementary school or junior high, it was, I was a failure for not getting a good grade, but right now as a master's degree, it's not about the grades anymore, it's about the knowledge that you get, so for example, if you are going through a course and you're not just, you're just simply not understanding what you're what you are reading, or what you are, or you're not getting any knowledge, then you say, okay, was this a failure? You know, because I didn't get anything new. So the things change. It's not anymore about grades. I think at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I also think, from from my perspective, it also changed as I went to study masters because before it was more about getting a good grade to get mm-hmm. to university, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then yeah. after, in the university, you're like, okay, but is it about the grade or about what I can take mm-hmm. out of it? So, yeah. yeah. I also know, Anna, that uh, you and me share not mm-hmm. only Italian university, but also the NGO that we were working at, uh, volunteering at. So mm-hmm. both and Anna were part of IASEC, but I was part of IASEC in Ukraine and Estonia, and Anna was part of IASEC in uh, Mexico. And yes. I know that you have a very interesting failure story to tell us. <laughs> but please, the stage is yours.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, we share ISAC, something that we didn't know after like some months of our first semester in Tallinn University, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is quite interesting. And we also have some people outside like Tallinn University that we might have, like, connections with. Mm. <laughs> so it's also, that's something that ISEC does for sure. Uh, but, yeah, ISIC has, like, a learning or a life path inside. So um, you start as a normal member, and then you grow up to be even the president of the uh of the whole country as in the, in the NGO, for example, or Hadid. <laughs> um, and then uh, there are different steps to take and whatever, no? So I was, I entered to ISAAC in 2013 and then at some point I was, I, I got distance myself from ISAAC <clears throat> and then I came back and when I came back I met amazing people and i was like okay i want to go to the next step so the next step for me was to be part of the executive board of my local committee which is Monterey, but i'm not gonna say that anymore so my local comedy and it was executive board so the executive board has by presidents and president so I wanted to be a vice president of the executive board for my local committee of that year. So I will start, like the year will be 2015. And, um, and I was with a bunch of people that I really like. I really like working with them. We We had some projects together. So we worked for more than six months together, and then we were going through this uh, election process. Something that I love about ISEC is that it's like very democratic in a sense, like they have to vote for you, and then the next president or the president elected for the next term would choose you depending on how you went in interviews and everything, so... Um, So throughout this process, I I was with these people and I knew that I wanted to be uh, a vice president. And I knew that I had what I needed. Uh, But of course, me being not, not so much part of the organization and having left for some months also impacted maybe the knowledge and the percep- and the perception of the current situation of the local committee. So I applied and we, I went through interviews, I went through the presentation. I almost did not get the votes, the, the enough amount of votes for me to be able to be chosen by the elected president. So I got them and then the elected president didn't choose me, <laughs> and <Hi. laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she didn't choose me. She's amazing. I mean, I talked to her and everything, but for the, per, for the first, like, one week, one week and a half, I was, like, very depressed in a sense of I didn't know whether I wanted to continue in the organization anymore um i didn't know if it was worth it in a sense because i didn't get what i wanted and i thought i was ready for it so uh it was very difficult for me to stay in the in the area that i was in which is uh, talent management or human resources so i was in talent management and for some time, I didn't know if I wanted to be in talent management, so I changed to another area, which was sales. And I have never done sales, and I really don't like sales. But I was like, okay, I have to choose something. I need to do something different. I need to have another perspective of the organization uh, because I I was down. I mean, I really didn't know if it was worth it. I, I was not seeing... Um, the results anymore. And it was very, very tough uh, seeing my people, my group of people moving forward in the organization, doing their own things, having their own time and me not being part of it. It was also being, feeling like left out in a sense. And it was not their fault. I mean, I, I don't have any resentment to them or anything, any grudge or, or anything, because of course it's it's not because of that, but it was very tough and I changed. Like January started 2015, started and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start in another position. I'm gonna do something completely different and whatnot. And I went to sales, I went to trainings to get out of, uh, what I was doing in talent management and, It did not work very well. (laughs) I have to say I'm not very good at sales, but I was okay with it. I mean, I went back to be part of talent management. I was... And then, again, I applied to be um, organizational committee president for the recruitment period of that time, and I was not elected as president. I don't know why. Um, So it was, again, like... Something else you know in my back, and it's like, okay, it's okay, it doesn't matter. I mean I'm gonna do what I want to do, and that's it uh, so then i I continue working, I mean that didn't matter anymore my my organizational committee for the recruitment uh period of the local committee was amazing. the team was really, really cool it, it helped me to connect to new people which they will come to be also very important in my Iac journey and then later on that year I was also team leader in uh, talent management I decided to do more things out like not only for my local committee but for the uh, whole country, so I became conference committee by president of logistics for the biggest um, um, forum or whatever. It it was 600 people all in my city. I had to deal with all kind of things from. Um, hotels to food to transportation so it was a whole thing and it also helped me to connect more to the uh Mexican comedy like the the vice like national vice presidents and national president and everything so they also kind of changed my mind and helped me to get motivated to apply again, to be vice president of my local committee the next year. So I applied again. I was way more confident in a sense. And I got elected and and it was a year of a lot of learning. I mean, from failure, and, and then that's what I understand, that from failure comes a lot of learning. And then at some point, if you don't get something, doesn't mean that it's not for you, but maybe that's not the right time. And I realized this because like the next year, it was an amazing year, we worked a lot. People that I worked also throughout the year, like. OC um, organizational committees for my for the recruitment world were, were also part of my um, executive board so I was able to enhance these relationships and see what they needed so that when I was vice president I was able to help them and we were able to make a lot of exchanges a lot of um, volunteering so yeah I mean failure comes but then learning comes with it and then you're able to take what you were not able to take before and that's something that i learned from isaac and from that experience
1: yeah that's that's uh, amazing i can imagine how hard it is when you apply somewhere and then you don't get it and then mm. you have to just decide what do you do next and uh, how to move forward, and so on. Oh, I also have a very, well, of course, uh, I have many stories about mm-hmm. ISX. Yeah. Yes, I have spent many times in this organization. But um, I think from uh, my life, one thing that I um, probably considered as a failure in the beginning, so I studied international law in my bachelor. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I moved to Estonia, I moved to work uh, and to volunteer in this organization, IASEC, in Estonia. So after I finished, I decided that I'm going back to my law roots and I will apply to uh, KPMG in Estonia. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a big-ass company with, I don't know, global company with offices everywhere. And uh, after I applied there, I went through the interview. I went to their office with, oh my god, like transparent elevator and beautiful. (laughs) Oh my god, all people.
0: You were seeing yourself working
1: there already. (laughs) Yes, yes, I was uh, thinking. From where am I going to buy all the like business casual dresses and so. And then I receive an email, sorry, you're not qualified enough. And I was like, duh, why this happens to me? Like, I'm not worth it. I will never go back to law. Law is not my thing. Like, I don't know.
0: Um,
1: Universe is telling me that I shouldn't do it. (laughs) And like, it's a sign from above and so on. And then afterwards, I found the workplace I work at now. And I work as a B2B salesperson. And I am in the happiest place of my life for now and uh, I totally agree with you that if you fail at something or it seems like a failure maybe it wasn't the right time for that or maybe like mentally or um, from the inside you were not ready for this experience because I tend to believe that everything happens for a reason Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think everybody fails, right? Like, who doesn't fail? Yeah, I life? <laughs> mean,
0: the, 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 the most difficult part, like we're saying, and it seems so easy, um, but it's um, it's not that easy. I mean, I can say, like, yes, I failed, and this happened, in Isaac and I think, and whatnot, but it's, like, in that moment that you don't get it, that you are, like, working so hard for it, it's, like it's not that easy you see yourself in in the hole and there's no way of going out and the only thing that I will be able to tell you is like just keep fighting you know just keep doing it and it will come at some point It does. it's, it's not the end I think
1: mm-hmm. yeah but maybe let's touch uh, this um, I think a bit of a an uh, interesting topic of uh, culture and failure and how do they interact between each other? Uh, how do you think from your perspective, how does a Mexican culture perceive failure? And what is a failure for a Mexican when you look overall at, at a Mexican person? What is a failure for them?
0: Oh my god, this is so difficult. Mexico is so big, guys. <laughs> okay,
1: your region, your region.
0: 126 million people live there. So many? So, yeah. So, yes, for my region, okay, I'm, I'm from the northeast of Mexico. So, um, and it's a very industrialized city, very industrialized region. We, we are right next in the border with the United States. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of companies and and industries that come from the United States. It's a very manufacturing uh, region as well. So failure at some point can be very materialistic in a sense. So whether you don't get the job or you are not able to, I don't know, get a house or buy a car or this kind of things can be seen from the society as a failure. Um, For example, people from my state to the south are considered to the south of of Mexico as a very hard working people uh, because I also lived in the south of Mexico, south west uh, of Mexico for 10 years and they consider ourselves like very hard workers but it is completely different the way people work in Mexico and then therefore how we see failure In my region, you have to be striving always for the best, you know, you have to be working to get the best and if you get more then you are better in a sense. So when you don't get it, uh, it's very difficult to get yourself out of there, you know, it's very difficult to say it doesn't matter, it will come. And you have to be, you have to have a lot of emotional intelligence to get out of there, of that hole that I was talking about, because nobody's going to help you, you know. You are the one that has to get ready to fail, but also you are the one that will have to get, like, will have to get yourself out of there. So, um, uh and it's something that, like, it will cost you a lot, and then you will have to, like, do a lot of things, like, good things for people to be able to get past the fact that you at some point failed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it is very, it is difficult. It is very tough. Uh, people from my region are very, very tough in a sense. So, yeah, that's that's northeast, uh, Mexico
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, yeah, when you when you said that failure uh, is some kind of materialistic I think mm-hmm. I can relate from like let's say not so good Ukrainian part of the society <laughs>
0: yeah and he's not that, good I yeah. mean,
1: <laughs> yeah also probably probably here when like um, if you don't have a car or, like, if you don't have your own, uh, I don't know, flat or house that uh, you're not renting but you bought, your failed somewhere, you know, in your life. Like, yeah. you didn't have a good enough job to to get all of this material exactly. things.
0: Exactly. And then yeah. how that also impacts the way you see yourself.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: You know? mm-hmm. And it's so very, like, it's very... Um, psychological and plays a lot of emotions and uh, you have to be very strong on that to be able to get yourself out of there and see the all all the other ways you have actually succeed in life so yeah
1: Mm -hmm. but now uh, from from your experience as you moved to Estonia and I also know that you are working as an HR in one of the companies do you see, of course, it's very hard to see as it's only first year that you moved to Estonia, but do you sense that the perception of failure in the society is somehow different, maybe from your co-workers or maybe the way the workplace is built comparing to the workplaces in Mexico?
0: I think it is. Um, so I have, my whole experience has been in HR, Uh Always and forever, maybe. <laughs> I'm trying to change that with my master's degree, um, and it has always been in HR. So, and it has always been in like in this learning side. So, giving trainings and everything for employees to learn more and 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 everything else. So, in a sense, it is completely different, but it's also like is even different the culture and the way people relate here so when I do something nice and good you feel that what you do was appreciated so from there you are succeeding you know you're saying yes I'm doing this right and yes this is the right way of doing it, and I might not take, or I might not, ha- um, yeah, I might not earn something materialistic like money or whatever, because you know, a steady salary of what, uh, and what and everything else. But you feel good what you're doing, and people recognizing that makes you feel more complete than sometimes a better salary, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, a better salary, Like I mean, for everyone is better, <laughs> in a sense, yeah, yeah, because for sure. you, know, you get other things from that. But there are some things that a better salary cannot and will never be able to to take Mm -hmm. that place from you know Mm -hmm. so if you're in a bad place if you're working in 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 a bad environment um a better salary will never give you a better environment it will always be bad environment and you have to be able to know how to get yourself out of there um what
1: is interesting by the way is that the way you are describing failure or like in the workplace or in university or in the organization that we both worked at you are from uh, uh, south america right north america american region i am from other part of the world and somehow Uh like i perceive it in completely same way (laughs) yeah that's very
0: weird yes (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe it's just that something and, and that's Isaac makes amazing things and yes, what Isaac has helped me is to see more the human part of everything. You know, like I come from this place that is so materialistic and so like you have to succeed if not like you're a failure for your family and everything. But like Isaac is like you have achieved it and like the first step is already a success. You know, the first step that you take in everything is already a success. You're working in an environment where they are going to, if you fail, they are going to catch you. So, and and they will help you to go and do better things. And that's what I learned the, the year that I was working in ISAC, that I was, that I didn't get to be a vice president in that moment. And that's what I got. Like I failed and there were people around me that were able not to help me, but to support me and that they knew that something better was going to come and that they knew that I had the ability and the mindset to go forward with other things and wait for my time, even though that in that moment I didn't know it. So. That's something that no other organization or workplace has ever been able to give me.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with you. That's uh, that's the beauty of... Uh, actually, that's the beauty of uh, being a student because uh, it can bring you so many. And not only ISA, there are so many other yeah, organizations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, I'm sure that yeah.
0: if any organization is built on that, I'm sure that there might be many you know so I think it's just like being able to be around people that will uh, follow you and support you during your worst times when you are failing that's like Mm
1: -hmm. one of the most important things. That's (laughs) priceless.
0: Yeah that's priceless and I mean, that's something that I'm seeing where I'm working at. Like, my boss is amazing. Uh, My teammates are amazing. They um, praise everything that I do, everything (laughs) that I help them with. So it's like, oh, my God, I want to continue helping them. You know, I I never want to stop. I never want to stop doing what I'm doing there. Um, So that's something that money or any other kind of reward would not be able to give me. Mm-hmm. And yes, I agree with you. And the amazing thing is that I have failed. Like I have done things wrong there. Uh, I might not have uh, had any project yet, yet there because I'm just new. But uh, I have failed and I have done things wrong. And they have been able to help me, and things have been able to be changed and and be better because of that. And I have learned so. I mean,
1: so failure is good or bad, or depends. <laughs>
0: it depends. Like if, I think it's good, and I'm I, I am telling you this because I am right. Like I'm okay right now. I'm in a good place right now. Because if I was suffering and and for just like, a recent failure, I would have told you that it's bad. You know. But I think failure is good because it teaches you things. Mm -hmm. The thing is that you have to be waiting and you have to be patient and you have to be persistent in what you are doing to be able to realize what failure is teaching you. Because Mm -hmm. if not, you're not going to learn anything. Yeah
1: i'm sure of that but now as we are in this very interesting well not very interesting probably very tiring and very anxious <laughs> time yes. of uh, exams and so on probably and the current global
0: situation i mean
1: oh oh yes don't 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 even start there <laughs> uh, too much pressure in this life yes so what would you what would you tell to a student that is super anxious to fail a course?
0: Um, oh my God, <laughs> so difficult. And I, I might need to put what I'm gonna say into my own uh, perception and put it into work, you know. Uh, what I will say, or what I've been doing right now, it's meditation a lot. I've been doing yoga a lot. I'm trying to move around uh, because moving and giving your body and your mind something to do apart from university. I mean, right now we are trying to figure out what, like I am trying to figure out what my thesis topic is gonna be about. And I'm trying to figure out what what the methodology is what I'm going to put into this thesis and everything. And it's very, very stressful. So what I'm trying to do is to give my body something that really likes. If for someone might be going for a walk in this amazing city that I love, because it's so beautiful, um, go for a walk. If you like taking coffee in the outside, take your coffee and go maybe to the outside just 10 minutes be two meters apart from everyone <laughs> um, but go if you want to do yoga there is a lot of apps on Apple Store or Microsoft Store or whatever you use and there's a lot of of, of apps that are giving yoga classes for free that's what I'm trying to do and um, and give your body what you think that needs. Also something that has helped me is when I am writing like one of my final papers or when I'm trying to study, I actually try to put myself in places where I already worked and then before it has helped me to finish things. So if, I, if my body works better sitting in a chair with a table, then try to do that and don't be sitting in a couch or in front of of a TV because that might distract you. So try to analyze what you have done before that have help that has helped you to finish your final works and to study for your final exams and apply then. That's something that I have done and it has helped.
1: I noted everything, Anna. <laughs> 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 so I will do that too. Uh, but from from my perspective, what I always uh, like when I'm always afraid to fail the course or to fail the paper, or you know, like afraid of not reaching something in the university, I always sit down and joke to myself, I'm always thinking, is somebody going to die because this paper is not going to be a? Uh, yeah. and and then you realize that probably the fact that this paper is not going to be the best, but you will learn mm. things. It's okay yeah. because nobody and is going to die.
0: <laughs> exactly, and the most important thing is your health. Your health goes before any due date. So, if you are right now if you are super anxious, take 5 minutes for you because those 5 minutes can change everything. I mean, in the past I have been in like, hospitalized because of stress and because of due dates and work and many other things. (laughs) Um, And it's not good. And it only um, puts more work and stress in your body and it's not good. So if you need five minutes, if you need 10 minutes, if you need 15 minutes, take them because nobody else will give you those minutes back. And, you, and because of this stress and because of this anxiety, 15 minutes won't make a change. Right now, if you are anxious, you are not being able to focus. And therefore, you're not delivering a good paper. So take those 15 minutes and put them inside your, for your health. So that's what I have to say.
1: <laughs> so, Anna, we talked uh, about uh, quite some things today yes. about the failure and how we perceive it, how cultures perceive it. Anna shared with us um, her story of a failure. Of course, we are no professional. Uh, like uh, uh, We are not the people who actually study anything when it comes to uh, psychology or anything like this. We cannot, um, let's say, don't quote us on this. <laughs> but as as uh, same students, same people as everywhere, everybody fails, everybody grows yeah. from that. So, of course, everybody perceives failure in, in a different way. Maybe, maybe for someone, uh, someone has very big pressure from their family. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody has very big pressure from their siblings, their friends, their environment. Mm-hmm. And um, it's okay. People are different. Uh, the most important thing is not to be afraid, I would say, of mm-hmm. the failure, and not to let other people um, somehow make you think or feel like you are the failure. Mm-hmm. Because that's uh, that's not right. Other people should not have the right to to decide on you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So Anna, thank you again for You're being You're so with me.
0: welcome. For Very sure.
1: welcome. Yes, and uh, hopefully see you in September when. <laughs>
0: hopefully <laughs> when <you're first> before, <laughs> before. Hopefully <laughs> all this ends before, and we can see each other before.